Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN Chicago. Ah, uh, Carmen's got the day off. Fred Hubner in along with Yurko. Yerk's uh, Preakness picks are coming up bottom of the hour. Can't wait. Got that right. Yeah. Short field after, uh, was it 20 in the uh, Derby? You got eight. 20 in the Derby. There's you got always eight. 20 in the Derby. Yep. You got eight. Remember, you, you used to be able to bet the field? They got rid of that field betting. Remember? You used to be able to bet like, you know, four, 15 through 20 were the field. So you could just say, I want to bet a $2 bet on the field. And you got all, all those horses. I did not know that. With yeah. odds. With whatever odds uh-huh. you're going to get them at. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty cool. They don't do that anymore. No. Yeah. But, uh, hey, we've got some celebrations going on right now. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, we bring in our next guest, Josh Nelson from Sox Machine. Josh, are you enjoying the celebration of the fourth home victory of the season on the south side? Got to throw a parade. Let's just throw a parade right down 35th and Shields, man. They did it. They finally got to the fourth win. It, it took a while. I mean, it took a long time there. Yeah. Uh, do they get yeah, their, it did take them a while. <laughs> do they get their 10th home victory before July 1st? Oh, man. Yeah, good luck well, with that. The, the next seven games, again, three remaining against the Texas Rangers and four against the Baltimore Orioles, who are just as bad as the Chicago White Sox, despite having Manny Machado playing the way that he's been playing. It has not mattered whatsoever. Uh, I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance. Not saying it's going to happen in this homestand, but I will say that, yes, the White Sox will have at least 10 home wins before July 1st. If they don't, Yurko, uh, White Sox fans may quit on 2018. Just think about it. In order for them to do it on this homestand, they'd have to go 6-1 and one, uh, on the remainder of the homestand. So I, that would be tough, especially from what I saw yesterday, uh, Josh. And, and first, the good news. The good news is Yohan Moncada was three for four, in my opinion. That's a good That's a good thing. The, yep. ba- the bad news is he was picked off first base, and then there was a hit and run later in the game with Yomer Sanchez, which is a line drive to center. 
And Moncada decides there's no reason for me to run back to first base. And as a fan watching the game, I'm going, Ricky's boys don't quit, but apparently they don't hustle either. Yeah, that's part of the sloppiness that Rick Hahn touched on yesterday during his media scrum. That while Rick Hahn understands the team is not going to win a lot of games this year, I'm glad that he did mention the frustration of the White Sox playing poorly at times or sloppy. And that was a couple of instances where it was sloppy for Mankata. Now, I do wonder with this hamstring if he's truly 100%. Uh huh. Because with that line drive to center field, if he's truly 100%, I think he gets back in time uh, with his, the type of speed that he has. But, yeah, it just the optics of that play did not look good whatsoever. But I do chalk it up to growing pains because while that is frustrating and you want to pull your hair out and be like, come on, Mikata, what's right. going on? Uh, he started the rally. He started the eighth inning rally with the double down the right field corner. If it doesn't get stuck, it was probably a triple. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of that last night was luck for the White Sox. The yeah. poor throw from the reliever of the Texas Rangers on Yomer's uh, chopper and the pass ball that got Mikata to third. And, and the then ball Del for, Yeah, the ball for Andelmonico <laughs> is amazing. Yeah, Delmonico struck out. Let's just call it what it is. He struck out. Uh, but, you know, you, you got to take it. I mean, New York probably knows better than anyone that when you're playing professional sports, when you got calls coming your That's way, right. you got to take advantage of it and, and, they did. and capitalize it. Yeah. Uh, so while while Mikata Fred yesterday did have some, I guess we could call it boneheaded mistakes, and you want to pull your hair out, he at least came through in the clutch and still had that big moment, and that's just the type of player Mikata is going to be until he reaches his uh, ceiling or he reaches maturity. Okay. Now I wanted to ask you something because uh, yesterday Sylvie and Wilbon aggravated me, and we're going to talk about that in about twenty five minutes during crosstalk. <laughs> did you spend time with him? Huh? Did you, spend any, did you meet them? Is that what happened? No, that's not it. What, uh, were they in your can yesterday? Yes, they were in my can. Uh, my problem was a lot of people are saying, well, you know, White Sox fans shouldn't expect this team to be any better. Listen, this wasn't supposed to be the year they were going to contend, okay? But this was a year we were supposed to see some improvement, not being the worst team in Major League Baseball. And as a Sox fan, to not show you being upset about this, or not necessarily you, Josh, but me and other White Sox fans, I mean, I think you should be upset when you see what's going on in the field. Plus, I thought this was going to be the year where we saw Giolito and Fulmer and uh, Lopez and Moncada. That's what, look at those four. Well, two of them are doing pretty well. The other two, not so much. Right. There hasn't been steps forward. There are players that are providing more questions than answers. And, you know, you mentioned Gilito and Falmer. I'll throw in Nicky Delmonico in yeah. that mix. Is he not hitting for power at all? Why does Rick Retoria keep batting this guy in the top four of the lineup? Tonight he's going to be batting second in the lineup as he continues to bat him cleanup after Jose Abreu, and he's barely slugging over 300. As far as the White Sox record, looking at the American League Central, the Detroit Tigers, the Detroit Tigers are 20 and 23. And before the start of the year, I thought the White Sox could have a similar start, that they could be, you know, hovering around five games below 500 before it just gets a little overbearing with the grind of the season and they go through the summer slump. And then all of a sudden they end up at 73 wins. In order for the White Sox to get 73 wins, Fred, they got to be an above 500 team for the remaining 123 games. Yeah, that is not going to happen. I mean, they're going to have to play a lot better to avoid 100 losses this season. 
so I think there is a difference. There is a difference between, yes, the White Sox are rebuilding, and you shouldn't be expecting the White Sox to win a lot of baseball games. But you don't expect the White Sox to have the worst start in franchise history, especially for a team that has been in Major League Baseball for 117 years. And to say that this is the worst start in franchise history, Fred, that's a heavy statement. <laughs> it's a very heavy statement. And, and a truthful statement. Yeah, it's very, very truthful. Uh, one last thing. Carson Fulmer going today. He's in the he's in the rotation. He's getting the opportunity. Are they going to stick with him just to see where he's going to go? Or are they somewhere along the line this season just going to put him in the bullpen and say, listen, we tried the starter thing. It's not working. Yeah, I think he's got a couple of weeks left because tomorrow Carlos Rodon will be making his first rehab start with the Canapolis Intimidators. And the way the White Sox are going to work with Rodon on his rehab starts, he won't leave the state of North Carolina. So he'll pitch for Canapolis, Winston-Salem, and Charlotte before he heads up to Chicago. And the clock is ticking for Carson Fulmer because if he doesn't show better outings, uh, that transition's pretty simple, right? Yeah. You have Carlos Rodon take Carson Fulmer's spot, and Fulmer goes into the bullpen. But again, the White Sox are still having this bullpen day with Hector Santiago or Chris Volstead starting games. So I could see where the White Sox continue to give Carson Fulmer starts, uh, but it, it's, it's one or the other. Either he's surprisingly good or he's predictably bad. I mean, that's the two Carson Fulmers that you're going to have. So if he has a good outing tonight, everyone is going to be surprised and buy in a little bit. If he can't get past the fourth inning, well, that's just expected because the majority of people that are watching Carson Fulmer no longer believe that he's a starting pitcher. Uh, so we'll see which Carson Fulmer we get tonight. But uh, hopefully it's a lot better than the one uh, that we saw in the north side against the Cubs. But I guess one of the benefits of last night with James Shields pitching as well as he did, the bullpen is rested. So they got to eat up a lot of innings. Uh, they will be prepared tonight. Yeah, and there's also the the positive of last night's game, Josh, as we let you go, is they did not allow a run in the first inning. And that, you know, they had done that for the previous five games. So now, now I guess things are going the right way. They're trending up, right? Oh, <laughs> yes. You can't get worse than worst. So there's only one way to go, Fred, and that way is up. Josh, we appreciate it as always. Thanks a lot for jumping on in. No problem. Thank you, guys. Josh Nelson from uh, the Sox Machine. You can read all of his stuff. Follow him on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's quite interesting following this team. And he brought up the point about Rodon. And, you know, that's another disappointment. Uh, you know, the Cubs drafted um, hitters. The White Sox drafted pitchers. And the problem is if you draft pitchers high in the top four and you get Carlos Rodon and Carson Fulmer and they don't step up, that's not good. No, it's no, not good at that's all. It's not a good thing. No, they got to hit. Yeah. This guy's got to hit. In this case, they got to pitch. Right. right. No, I said I, you, you meant they have to yeah, come they, through. They have to come through. Yes. 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 We come back. We're hoping that your picks come through. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X5 gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.